0: Hello my friends, welcome to this brand new episode of Between You and Me, the podcast where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal and change us in evangelical culture. My name is Jessica Morris and I'm very excited to bring you a special episode today with Ryan Stevenson, sponsored by our friends at Jesus Wired, your number one source for Christian music interviews and reviews. Now if you haven't heard of Ryan Stevenson before, you clearly don't listen to KLOVE Radio, so let me fill you in. About a decade ago, there was this dude called Ryan, and he was a paramedic. He liked making music but couldn't quite break it. And then one day he went on a 911 call, helped resuscitate someone, and that person said, "Hey, like thanks for, you know, saving my life. Here's some money to record an EP." Well, that EP somehow made its way to Toby Mac of DC Talk. And Ryan went on to co-write the Grammy-nominated single Speak Life with Toby. Now, that is before he was even signed to Goatee Records and went on to release numerous other EPs and albums. He has since picked up multiple awards and is a really well-respected and well-loved artist in Christian music, which is a really big feat considering he has really only made a name for himself in the last 10 years so i chatted to ryan a couple of weeks ago and this is a really pivotal time in his life for three reasons one uh, his album wildest dreams came out in june big like any album's a big deal right two the same day that his album wildest dreams come out his daughter birdie ray was born so that's a thing And then on July 7, this coming week, he's releasing his memoir, Eye of the Storm. So if you need faith and hope that there's actually goodness in 2020, I mean, I do. Ryan Stevenson is your guy. So I had a really great chat with him about his entire journey as an artist, what it actually means to share your story and like not hide behind music. Because, I mean, that's scary, right? And he got real deep, real quick, and even talked about stuff that he's learned as a parent and his own issues growing up and reconciling with his own father. It was a really enlightening conversation, and I felt really privileged to have it. So for our new friends who have never listened before, you will get a short bio at the start, consider it your who, what, when, where, why of this amazing musician. And then we're going to go dive straight in, and you will hear some tracks from Wildest Dreams while we're at it. My friends, enjoy, this is Ryan Stevenson. It's fair to say that 2020 has been a year full of big and often unexpected moments on a global scale. And for Grammy-nominated musician Ryan Stevenson, this has definitely been the case. In January, he released a single, Amadeo, Still My God, a compelling song given the world was about to be thrust into a global pandemic, multiple natural disasters, and social unrest. A song about God's faithfulness, even in the darkest seasons, that Bob has amassed more than 3.5 million streams, became a top 25 billboard radio hit, and inspired his own devotional on the Uversion Bible app. Yes, the free Bible app you have on your phone. Following up with the single, When We Fall Apart, about his mum and her wrestle with cancer, Ryan pivoted from the typical release tour and instead chose to share his songs and story on a radio tour across the US. All the while, he and his wife Kim prepared for the birth of their unexpected third child, a daughter due late in June. But come June 5th, the same day, coincidentally, as the release of Ryan's fifth album, Wildest Dreams, little Birdie Ray entered the world bringing a spark of hope and, dare I say it, the stuff of miracles and dreams, to a year none of us will forget in a hurry. A hit single, a worldwide devotional, a radio tour, an album and a baby? 2020 has been a lot for Ryan Stevenson, and it's just about to throw him another miracle. A book. That's right, on July 7th this year, his memoir, Eye of the Storm, Experiencing God When You Can't See Him, will hit shelves and screens everywhere. And has even been endorsed by William Paul Young, author of The Shack. Given all this, it's fair to say that Ryan Stevenson has a lot going on. But to truly fathom just how remarkable this all is, you have to start at the beginning. You see, Ryan was born in the small town of Bonanza, Oregon. And a love for God and music was instilled in him at a very young age. And his family worked hard to make ends meet the youngest son in the family, and was close to his mother, who passed away from bone cancer 11 years ago. And while he grew up around his father, he did struggle to connect with him. Music was always on Ryan's radar. Over the years, he would release two independent albums, Running To You in 2007 and The Undiscovered in 2010, in addition to multiple EPs, one even on Beck Recordings, and he was a worship minister. To pay the bills, he worked as a paramedic in Boise, Idaho. And that's where somehow Ryan's life changed, and that's where somehow Ryan's life changed into this catalyst of wildest dreams. Because one day on a routine call, he helped revive a woman struck by lightning. Upon meeting her when she recovered, he found out that his dream was to make music. So she wrote him a check, and his EP was birthed. The EP made its way to Toby Mac, and included a song called "Speak Life." And upon collaboration, it would end up on Toby's album, Eye On It. The album would go on to reach number one on the Billboard charts, and the song was nominated for a Grammy Award that same year. Ryan Stevenson was an undiscovered musical superstar, so naturally, Toby Max signed the talented songwriter and guitarist to his label Goatee Records. His debut goatee release, the EP Hold Nothing Back, dropped in 2013, which reached 20 on the US Christian charts. He would follow it up in 2015 with the album Fresh Stars, which includes a collaboration with Toby Mac on the single Not Forgotten and his gold-certified single Eye of the Storm, which was number one for 16 weeks and was number two on the Billboard Christian Airplay charts in 2016. The song picked him up a DAP Award, a Billboard Music Award and some K-Love nominations. Not bad for a paramedic. Going on tour with the likes of Toby Mack, Newsboys, Matt Maher, and Mercy Me, Ryan would collaborate with Christian music great Amy Grant and Bart Millard on his 2018 album No Matter What. The album featured the single, With Lifted Hands, which gave him his 4th consecutive top 10 on the Billboard Christian Airplay charts. In the space of a few years, Ryan Stevenson has cemented himself as a premier singer-songwriter in Christian music, with his peers and fans warming to his honest lyrics, poppy sonic sensibilities, and his unique perspective. With the release of his album Wildest Dreams, he shared some of his most personal songs to date, singing about his complicated relationship with his father and debilitating shame. And as he approaches July 7, the date his memoir and his most unfiltered work to date hit stands... Ryan is absolutely sure about this, that while 2020 has been a year of curveballs for all of us, it has also been a year for miracles. Guys, get ready to meet a really genuine, authentic, talented guy. This is Ryan Stevenson. just want to start again by saying congrats on the new baby and being a dad to a daughter for the first time. Is that correct?
1: <sighs> yeah, our first baby girl. And thank you. Um... Man, it's it's so it's so cool and so sweet. We have you know we have two boys, a seven year old and a nine year old, and uh, they've been they've been wanting a baby sister for a long time. And we thought we were done after two, and <laughs> seven years later, uh, there you go. Here we go. We're starting over. <laughs> yes.
0: That's amazing, and I love her name, Birdie. It's so sweet.
1: Yeah, she's we love it. Yep, she's such a sweetie. I-
0: are you guys getting much sleep at the moment?
1: Surprisingly, we're doing okay. Uh, She she wakes up maybe twice a night and wants to eat and then goes right back to sleep. So we're not amazing. up all night, which is kind of a blessing right now.
0: I'm so happy for you all. That's amazing. Um, I saw that Birdie arrived, essentially arrived the same day that your latest album, Wildest Dreams, was released. Yeah.
1: Which
0: is just, for lack of a better term, pretty wild. Sorry, that just came out. Um, But how did, like, how, what was it like sort of having both of those two major life milestones in some capacity coinciding?
1: Yeah. You know, well, it wasn't supposed to happen that way, honestly. (laughs) Uh, We weren't supposed to have Birdie till this week, but they bumped. Yeah, they bumped us up a week. And so it just they're like, "Well, hey, we're going to have her on Friday, June 5th. We're bumping you up a week." So, wow. uh, so here we are in the hospital having a baby and just happened to be on the same day that my record Wildest Dreams came out <laughs> and it was, you know, it was I feel like it was just a you, there's no such thing as coincidence and it was just like this cool little kiss of grace, if you will, from the Lord just saying, mm-hmm. "Here, you know what? Your record Wildest Dreams your new baby girl, she's better than your wildest dreams. Like I am I am taking care of you and I'm a good father.
0: Oh, I love that. And don't we need that this year? That is so good. Mm. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how parenthood has influenced Wildest Dreams? Because I know that the album covers a variety of topics, uh, but there's a, some tracks on there for your parents and, and things like that. So can you tell me a bit more about it?
1: Absolutely. You know, I feel like being a dad has obviously changed my life in every way. Um and I didn't understand it before I had kids. You know, we've we've all grown up hearing the term hearing the phrase, you know, well you'll understand more of God's heart as a dad when you have kids. And I before I had children, I didn't you know, I respected that phrase, but I didn't really understand it because it didn't mean anything to me. But now that I have 3 kids, man, I really do. I've really started to get it of, of just, you know, as a daddy, there's nothing that I wouldn't do for my kids. There, I would, I would give up my life for my babies in a second without any hesitation, no matter what they did, you know, no matter, no matter how they're acting, no matter how they're behaving, they're my babies. They're my, they're my life. And I cherish them. And even if my kids came to me and said, dad, you're not my dad. I don't want anything to do with you. Well, you know what? It's sad that you feel that way, but you're still my son. You're still my daughter. Like nothing can change the fact of who you are to me. You're my kid and I love you. And that doesn't change. And just understanding that perspective and seeing that perspective and feeling that feeling that perspective and paradigm shift in my life from a from a single, you know, a guy with no kids to having three kids really has, has given me such a sensitivity um, to understand more of the father, God's heart, Abba father, daddy's heart. And it's profoundly influenced my songs because I feel like I've over the last years, I've not I've be, I've, I've written songs about life and about what we go through as people. But now in the context of a dad and and somebody who's experienced not just life as as a person but life as a daddy and life that cares about somebody else more than I care about myself and um it's just profoundly changed everything. <laughs>
0: Taken with when I was listening to the album um, was how how beautifully raw you are. Like you are really transparent in your tracks, and you're really transparent. It ended on the track uh, I think to, about your father or to your father, from what I read in mm-hmm. the press release. Um, and it was stunning how honest you were, and how, how heartfelt it was. Where do you find the courage and the place in your relationship with him to actually express that so openly.
1: Yeah. You know, it. it's funny you ask that because I've, I haven't talked to my dad about that song. He doesn't even know that I wrote it for him.
0: Oh, um, wow.
1: And, but for me, you know, I found out my father and I, okay, let me give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, I'm the, I'm the baby of our family. I'm the only son. And so I was wow. always really tight with my mom um kind of my mother's son if if you know what i mean and yeah i was just my my dad is an amazing guy he's he's so awesome he's so loyal he's the hardest worker i've ever known um and he was so good to my mom and good to us kids but my dad and it's i think it's a lot has to do with a generational thing and how he was raised but my dad you know, I'm like my mom. I'm all heart, I'm all passion. I need my love language is I need to be touched, I need to be held. I need you to tell me that you love me. I need you to tell me that I have worth. And my father he he doesn't he doesn't communicate that way. My dad communicates love in a way of providing, in a way of spending time and that that doesn't that didn't necessarily communicate that I had any value to him at all as a kid so I grew up thinking well my dad my dad must not love me because he never he never hugs me he never says Ryan I love you he never says those things so because of that I grew up with this disconnect with my dad thinking that he didn't value me and I resented him for years and years and years. And always just, you know, putting expectations on him that he could never live up to. And the more I felt like he let me down, the angrier I would get. And I, and I just would go in circles of, of, you know, cycles of frustration and dysfunction thinking, well, why is my dad this way? And why can't he just snap out of it? And why can't he change? And then I, one day I got a call from my sister and she told me that you know my mother had been my mom had passed away 10 years ago so it's just been um us and my dad and still over the years i haven't had too close of a relationship with my dad other than an occasional casual phone call um but my sister called me and said my dad was getting onset of parkinsons and oh. and he started to have all these health problems and i don't know why and i don't know how it showed up but in that moment, I was driving down the freeway and this, this just overwhelming compassion and grace for my dad just came out of nowhere and engulfed my heart. And I just started weeping in my car and I just like literally started to repent to the Lord of, of how much I had resented my dad and and all these expectations I put upon this man that had no business putting on him and and i really started to reflect in that moment of you know what your dad was not a drunk he was not an abuser he treated your mom well he provided for you and your sisters um he was a good man and and he's and he's a human being he's he's a flawed individual that is never going to live up to another human being's expectations and just kind of sitting in that space and realizing that my dad is amazing and whether or not he can open up his mouth and say things, he said it my whole life with his actions. And and in that moment, just this profound revelation came of, you know, that song, that song is called with your life. And I'm just, I just wanted to tell him the only way I know how, and I express myself through music and songs because it's the easiest way to get those things out of me is is me just telling him i don't need you to say anything i don't want you to waste another breath feeling ashamed all the things that i thought i needed for you to speak to me i realize that you've been telling me all this time you told me with your life you told me with your actions you told me with how you loved your family and it was it was just very healing
2: i don't need- say actions are louder than any word But how come silence seems to hurt the worst The best thing that you ever did for me Was to see you treat my mama like a queen Oh Yeah, time can make us grow
0: You talk about like that music is how is how you share your heart essentially and how you, you heal and work through things. I know that your book is coming out very soon, um, which is another way of sharing your story. What what is it? What was it like opening up in that way? Because it's, it's a slightly different avenue. Like for me with music, I feel like in some capacity it can really be like this is creative so I can say this and it could mean anything and people can mm-hmm. interpret it. And- but you release a book, especially a memoir, and it's like, well, this is my life and my heart. Take it as you will. Like, how do you cope with that?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, honestly, it was really scary. And it's one thing to share songs because you can maybe, you can you can kind of fudge your way out of a song. You can kind of weasel your way out of the meaning of a song and, and kind of use a song as a scapegoat if you want to avoid a hot topic. And just mm-hmm. say, well, it meant something else. But when you write a book and when you write your story down, there's really no room for interpretation. It is what it is. And sharing your story and sharing your life is, um, whew, man, it's, <laughs> it's, it can be a fearful thing because you know people have been a part of your life. People have been a part of my life. People have been a part of my story. And opening up about things that I've gone through when it, it when it. Um, when it involves other people can be scary because I never want to hurt anybody's feelings or especially when there's been rough seasons and rough chapters and relational problems and, you know, failures and, and all these things in my, in my human existence to talk about those things and and peel back the curtain um, is, is where there was honestly a lot of fear involved. And I, I heard this quote, it says on the other side of fear is freedom and man i thought that was so powerful and just kind of walking through that process of getting my story out it was it was actually really healing for me because it really forced me to go back and and look at my journey collectively from when i was born until where i sit right now and really reflect and see how every step every moment every chapter every season the lord in his goodness even when things didn't look the way i thought they should look has has literally been carrying me, and helping me just navigate every detail. He's just been so involved in the details, and reflecting on that goodness is, has been life-changing, incredibly therapeutic, and and really opened my eyes to see that he's he's always been good. He is always good. I cannot find a time that he's ever let me down.
2: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Jason the Garrett, are we there? We're singing, I'm gonna let go and stop caring.
0: curious like you you've so clearly you so clearly know God so well like you've you've clearly have drawn so close to him in so many things um but just from reading like even literally but from reading like googling reading a wikipedia page reading your press release I can track a little bit like you've had you've taken such uh monumental journey to reach this point in time personally and professionally you were a paramedic you did had numerous independent releases um it was like it felt like well quote unquote by chance that you know that that Toby heard the song that you wrote and and that happened and you were signed um through all those seasons how have you kept faith and kept hope in God when things weren't going the way that that you thought they should be. like mm. knowing that God has I anticipate probably promised you so many things and I mean maybe given you like words is my guess. how sure. how have you carried that hope? Oh,
1: man, you know I, I get asked that a lot um, and I guess my best answer is it's I, I again, I know it might sound kind of cliche, but for me, it's the only way I know how to explain it because it's the only real thing that I've ever paid attention to at the end of the day. And it's this still small voice that I know that I know that I know that is somewhere deep in there that when, when things are not making sense to my eyes and my mind, there's this underlying fabric of truth that i've just known since i was a kiddo that i've i've heard this still small voice that has just not not like a prophetic foresight kind of thing but just i just know that whatever it is whatever my journey looks like god is involved in the details and when you when you loosen your grip of control of how you think your life should look it it might be a roller coaster at times but it's it's such a beautiful one and i've just kind of learned not that i've arrived anywhere special but i feel like i've just kind of learned to embrace the journey to embrace the unconventional ways of the architecture of of how the lord orchestrates our circumstances and it's actually it's actually become really exciting and it can be painful and in incremental seasons of growth where I feel let down sometimes, but I know that I haven't. And I, and I just try, you know, to circle back to your question, I really just hold on to this nudge, this spiritual nudge in my heart that I know God is with me, that He's not going to let me down, that He's a good Father, and that I can, I can ultimately trust Him with the details because that's the only place that I find peace.
2: Woke up from a long night, hoping for the sunlight, just another cloudy day. Stressing on the inside, fighting all the same lies Can't put on your happy face No, you can't fake it, heart is breaking Shame is trying to take you down This overthinking, boat is sinking Wish someone could pull you out now, This is not the end of the story You're gonna see the light in the morning. You need to know you're not alone. No, you are never too far gone. Our God redeems, i am never prove that he's gonna love you. Through it all. Oh, through it all. He's gonna love
0: you. Through it all. Oh, through it all. Let's see how we go with these questions and see okay. how they land. So this is sort of like if a fan came up to you in the street, uh, they may ask you this, or I might just be curious and I've got nowhere else to ask them. So uh, (laughs) what is, we'll see how you go, because I know you're a couple of weeks into being um, a father to a daughter. Uh, What's so far the most surprising thing about being a father?
1: Oh, man. Wow, what a great question. You know, I think it's that i love them more than i love myself and i i i didn't know that that you know i'm i'm a lover of people i love people like that's how i get my energy but when i started having kids it, it was it was so quickly apparent how how involved with myself i was and now that i have babies and now that i have two boys and a girl it's it's just so surprising how I would give up anything for them, and I didn't. I couldn't say that before, you know. But I, it's, I, I do now, and I understand it now, and, um, I, I think you know, to try to popcorn answer that quickly, just uh, it's how, like self, it's <laughs> how selfish I've been, how selfish I can tend to be, but with my kids, it's, it's just not even a question. They're my life.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, if you had to, if your kids had the chance for some strange reason to only ever hear one of your tracks, which one would you like them to hear to know your heart? Mm. If that's possible to answer.
1: Wow. What a great question. Um, gosh, that's so funny. My kids, you know, I know they, I'm their dad, but they they love my music so much. It's so funny. And they, they just sit around and listen to it all the time, but they... They like the songs that are not on the radio, you know. They like the songs that are those deep album cuts that really uh, get them get them thinking and moving.
0: Raising your kids right, good
1: work. That's, that's right. <laughs> so, I mean, they you know they love songs like "Eye of the Storm" and the Gospel and No Matter What, but uh, they have they love a song called "Mercy in the Dirt." It's kind of this funky, you know, kind of funk disco kind of sounding song that talks about how God meets us in our lowest place and I and I love that
0: oh that's so cool I love that I love that they are your biggest fans like as a dad and as an artist that's the best it's so so fun if you could go back um let's say 10 years ago before you were signed to goatee um what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now
1: I would say don't trip out about the future. Rest and and enjoy. Live inside of the grace that you've been given for today. Not tomorrow, not next week. Because I tend to want to know the future. I, I tend to find security when I know what I'm going to be doing next week or I know that something is going to be successful. And, you know, when you're starting out, you there's two I always say there's two different modes you can be in as an artist you you're in the mode early on of trying to obtain success, and then once you get it, you switch over into this mode of trying to maintain success and in the maintenance maintaining mode is exhausting if you're not rooted and established in your beloved identity as just a child of god and I would tell myself ten years ago, listen. Live inside of the grace you've been given for today and don't even worry about who's going to love you, who's going to accept you, who's going to respond to your music. Just be a son, love people well, and keep your heart close to God and the rest. like Everything that we do is just a secondary consequence to our intimacy with the King of Kings. And I would just remind myself of that over and over.
2: Can't take our breath though
0: was that i loved how ryan literally was like we're talking we're sharing my story let's go right in it was the best i enjoyed it so much and i really appreciated his transparency um, and how that flows through all of his craft Thank you, Ryan. And congrats again on becoming a dad for the third time to little Birdie Ray. What a gorgeous name. I love that. Guys, you can connect with Ryan on social media. You will find him on Instagram and Twitter at Ryan's Music. You'll also find him on Facebook at Ryan Stevenson Music. You can find his latest album, Wildest Dreams, as well as his previous tracks, which I'm sure you've heard on radio before, on Apple, Deezer, amazon all those places so just look up ryan stevenson you will find a link to his latest album in our show notes and you will find a link and you will find a link to pre-order his memoir eye of the storm in our show notes as well that comes out july 7 so make sure that you get yourself a copy uh, and in the meantime head on over to ryan's socials and tell him how much you appreciated hearing his story have a listen to his music and I think you'll be well prepared for when you read his full unfiltered story in book form. Well, that is all we have for this week. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, It was an absolute pleasure. And I'm so glad that we could really go deep and really just like just unravel some of this stuff that comes with being a new parent or being being a parent and what it actually looks like years later looking back on our own childhood Uh, so thank you guys for being here for it for being here for the pop melodies as well as the real gritty stuff it's a real privilege and i love it you can find us online at between you me pod hit us up on instagram twitter or facebook send us a dm and say hi we would love to hear from you While you are doing that, would you please go and hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform? Whether you're listening to us on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, Overcast, whatever it is, make sure that you've hit that subscribe button so that the next episode goes straight into your inbox as soon as it comes out. We have some big news coming up that I don't think you're going to want to miss out on. While you are there, would you please consider giving us a rating? It just means more people hear these incredible stories and that can't be a bad thing. That's all for this week. I will see you guys next Friday with a truly incredible landmark episode. I think that it's very timely and very needed and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. My name is Jess Morris. It is a pleasure to do life with you at this table and I will see you next week. Here's to hope.
3: The more I tell you you can do this The more you tell yourself you're useless Any advice right now is fruitless You're somewhere only you can go I won't pretend to know So instead of telling you you'll be alright I'm just gonna be that someone by your side You let me be that distant satellite A constant in the sky. Cause I'm standing with you tonight. Yeah, I will be that voice in your ear, quietly destroying your fear. Your head is full and yet it's hollow Don't even think about tomorrow So if you let me I'll follow Oh if you're gonna go, at least you're gonna know